Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, layering up the pasta sheets of chat, pouring over the bolognese of good humour, pouring over the bechamel of friendship, sprinkling over a little bit of cheesy fun to make the lasagna of content. It's high time you did a lasagna one at the I top. I fucking love lasagna. I love lasagna! That is Ed Gamble. My name is James Acaster. This is the Off Menu Podcast, and we invite a guest to our dream restaurant and ask them their favourite ever start a main course, dessert, side dish, and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Fern, Fern Brady. Brady! Might be time to make my annual lasagna. Yeah? My lasagna. Yeah. Lasagna! Yeah. I only make it because I put so much stuff in it. It's so... Utterly unhealthy. It's like a bomb. It's like a calorie bomb. Yeah. I can only make it once a year and then freeze portions and right. sort of break them out when I need them. Invite me over for lasagna day. Please. You come over for the inaugural lasagna day. Yeah, I'll come over for the inaugural lasagna. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I had in Disney World hmm. was, uh, I, which I'm sure I'll bring up Disney World food throughout the podcast. Oh, you're going to drip feed that stuff for years, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think I'll yeah. drip feed it for years. Yeah. But, um, one of the things I had uh, from the French booth in Epcot was a cheese, a free cheese beignet mm. where the middle of the beignet was basically uh, bechamel sauce and like a cheesy beignet, and it was very good. Oh, I bet. Only on holiday would you eat something so indulgent, so, de- <laughs> so decadent. That's not true. No. I'd, you'd I'd, you'd I'd eat that it. now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? I'd have it now. You'd eat dinner. that for lunch when we were doing a full work day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd eat it whenever. Yeah, yeah, probably. But, yeah, guilt-free, though. Yeah. Only on holiday. Sure. When I was in Disneyland, Los Angeles, you've probably had this one, Benito. Had a pretzel with cheese sauce and jalapeno in the middle. Oh, yeah. It is, to date, the saltiest thing I have ever eaten. And that's Ed Gamble saying that. Yeah. A savoury boy. And I eat bowls of salt like cheerio. (laughs) He does. Yummy, 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 yummy. I mean, it was was delicious, but I I had to... Get a bottle of water to drink after every bite I took of that thing. What, you're in the desert? Yeah. Fern Brady is a fantastic comedian. So good. All three of us sitting around this table, Benito included, massive Fern Brady fans. Very excited to have Fern. We're Brady heads. And, uh, of course, you'll recognise her from television's Taskmaster. Yes, and uh, the wonderful podcast Wheel of Misfortune as well. And, of course, Fern has a book coming out called Strong Female Character, which we'll be asking her about. Very excited about her yes, book. Yes, I'm very excited about the book. Fern is not only genuinely hilarious and completely unique, she's also had a crazy life. Yeah. And and all of her stand-up shows will attest to that. She's got the stuff to talk about. that she talks about in those shows. So funny, while being really open and revealing, I expect the book is going to be uh, more of her own unique brand of comedy like all in book the, form like all the best comedians she's got something to say she's had a life unlike this boring sausage yep ed's pointing out himself there just so you know yeah i'm not i don't have a sausage in front of me yeah there's not a sausage there that he's brought out and said this sausage couldn't write a book because ed's not lost his mind no it couldn't though it couldn't that just to be clear yeah a sausage couldn't write a book and if anyone sells you a book and they say this was written by a sausage don't read it don't read it because it a, it's probably not true. Yeah. Probably hasn't been written by a sausage. It's a lie. And you're probably opening it up, and if it has been written by a sausage, it'll just be loads of grease marks on the pages. Horrible grease because the sausage has been rolling around on yeah. every page. Yeah, stupid sausage. As always, there's a secret ingredient, and if Fern says it, then we will kick her out of the restaurant because we deem the secret ingredient to be unacceptable. This week, the secret ingredient is... The little the bag little of bag onion of that you onion get with an Indian you, takeaway. You get an Indian takeaway. I never eat it. It's just a sweaty little polythene bag that has chopped up bits of onion in it, and especially when, do you know what? Nowadays with apps, yeah, 
wish there was a box I could check that says, don't throw in anything that I haven't actually ordered. Yeah. Please, please don't put in the little extra bag of stuff. It feels wasteful, please. And then it always turns up, and you're like, oh, there's a little sweaty polythene bag yeah. full of onions there, and I'm not going to use it, because you've made me a perfect curry anyway. Yeah, I don't want to put a little this sweaty onion on it. I don't need more more stuff. No, sorry. It makes me sad. And that was Yvonne Maxwell who suggested the little bag of onion that you get with an Indian takeaway, James. Ah, oh, Max of Onwell. Hmm? It reminds me of my friend Max of Onwell. What? I have a friend called Max Yvonnewell. No, you don't. So it's quite interesting you don't, you don't have, you don't have a friend, Maxwell. You don't have a friend called Max Yvonnewell. Oh, I'm thinking of Max Nevan. <laughs> Max Nevan, and they did very well. Yeah. Max Nevan Donwell. Max Nevan Donwell. <laughs> I'm going to level with you guys. We're at the end of a very long day. And yet we're still churning out the best quality jokes <laughs> in the industry. So that's I, mean, what I, I mean. that's pretty impressive. That's what I mean. I'm going to level with you guys. We're fucking brilliant at this. This is how good we are yeah. when we're running on fumes. Yeah. We come up with riffs about... You can tell us someone's name and we can turn it into a Max and a Van joke. Yeah. Very much looking forward to talking to Fern. This, Fern! This is the off-menu menu of Fern Brady. Fern Brady! Welcome, Fern, to the Dream Restaurant. Hey, uh. <laughs> Welcome, Fern Brady, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Oh, thank you so much for having me, because I'm obsessed with food. I think yeah. about all my... As soon as I've finished one meal, I think about the next yes. meal and what I'm going to have and what's going to be the perfect thing to have. And is it when you finish one meal and you instantly start thinking about the next one, is that influenced by the meal you just had and what you want to follow it? No. <laughs> oh, I didn't understand that question. I, so I, just, I'll be honest with you, James. I didn't quite what? understand the question. You've just finished a meal. Uh, say you've just had a cheesecake at the end of the meal. Uh-huh. Then when you start thinking about the next meal, are you thinking, right, my palate now after that cheesecake would like this because that's where my right. palate is? Or are you just thinking completely separate from the meal you just had and thinking later on, I want to have some because I I would find it hard to think about a food I want to eat when I've still got the taste of another food lingering in my mouth. Usually, it, it, it's more influence me. Fullness affects yeah. me a bit, but sometimes I've been so full that I can barely walk after a meal. <laughs> and I st- this is usually on holiday, and then yeah. I still want to look at menus and windows and plan what I'm gonna have. I tend to anytime I go on holiday, I have a little list of local foods that I've never tried and I have to try and check off that list during the holiday. So I went to Greece this summer and it was the like honestly the best holiday of my life. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still losing the weight that I gained from it. I gained about £10 uh-huh. in 10 days. It was unreal. Great. Oh. What was on the list? What was on the list that you ticked off in Greece? Um, Is any of it on the dream menu? Because I don't, I don't want you to give us spoilers here. One of the things was going to be on the dream menu, but it was too lame. Even if I gave the explanation, <laughs> it'd be too rubbish. Uh, a Greek salad made in Greece. Normally, if someone said that, I would be like, are you joking? That's like the <laughs> shittest thing ever. But the Airbnb that we were staying in, the, the guy who owned it, his elderly father came round one night to fix something for us and he ended up staying for three hours talking to us about how Greece is amazing all Greek people have five bellies everyone in London's a cunt basically (laughs) and he said that a Greek salad made in Greece with tomatoes grown there and olives grown there is exceptional Mm -hmm. and 
after that, I just every time I ate it, I thought of him. So. Oh, that's nice. Thinking and then the we tried making it when we got back, and it was just t- terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's an ingredients thing, I think, and like a yeah. surroundings thing. If you were putting it on the dream menu, would you want that old man to make it? Yeah. Yes, it was so old good. Like he just was. Because I said, oh, I don't really like living in London anymore. And he just goes on this rant um, about how the English were all drunks and stuff. Yeah. And we were, <laughs> it, was, it just was amazing. Yeah. It was so entertaining. So I had, I had a lot of tasty salads, which sounds crap, but they were amazing. And we got fat off them. So there was, a, they were putting something dodgy in them. I had um, Greek hand pies, which are basically like just pies filled with melted cheese. Not always feta. They got all sorts of nice cheeses. Yeah. Oh, I go in between being veggie and pescatarian. I had tons of amazing fish. I had yeah. prawn saganaki. That's like Lovely. prawns with feta and tomato mm. sauce. And I don't really like cakes very much, but they had a nice cake soaked in orange blossom honey. Oh, orange cool. blossom syrup. Gre- it does sound like Greek. F- every time I'm reminded of Greek food, I remember that it's probably my favourite food. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, so good. And it, it's not, it wouldn't be, because a lot of the stuff on my menu today is Chinese, but honestly, like, I really respect the way the Greeks do food. And also, you're in ice cream, yep. James. All right. Guilty? So I'm not. Okay. Wouldn't give it a second thought. Oh, come on. I'll occasionally have it if it's a dead fancy place, like, yep. like that Chin Chin place yep. in London sometimes. They had a hipster ice cream place on this little island we were staying on and they had, like, the best pistachio ice cream I've had in my life. Oh, wow. And I'm not an ice cream fan. Yeah, so, yeah. Joseph yeah. Quinn would like that. Joseph yes. Quinn came on the podcast and chose a pistachio ice cream. Affogato, I believe, even though yeah. he never had it before. Yeah. But that's what's great. Just make stuff up. Yeah, that's where, where you got to go. Mm-hmm. And, and, and have you had everything on your menu today? Are you making stuff up that you've never actually had before? Combinations you haven't had? Or is it all no. stuff you've experienced no. firsthand? So I wanted to do the most genuine menu. I, I didn't want to do any virtue signalling. I didn't want to do... <laughs> no, I'm not, not the, the way vegans <laughs> are. That, yeah. You know what I try and do? I try and be vegetarian and tell fucking no one about it. Because I don't want, I don't like being too Catholic about my diet, uh-huh. and I hate when people go on and on and on about it. Anyway, so I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I didn't want to do something about my Scottish heritage and oh, I used to eat this growing up. <laughs> and also, I grew up eating in a really pretentious, what some people would say is a pretentious way. Right. I wanted what is my genuine answers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all things I've had. It's all things that if I wasn't thinking about calories or like the best healthy food to eat these are the foods that i would choose Mm -hmm. and i said to my partner last night what do you think i've picked for off menu and he guessed it almost exactly he guessed each thing yeah apart from the butter but at that point i didn't know what butter i wanted you don't break up over that no (laughs) (laughs) that's all right the only well no that's skipping to the dessert but there was a thing i said for dessert and he was like you don't like those i like those and i was like (laughs) That's a big, that's a big call, them. isn't it? You don't like those, I like those. <laughs> he just eats more of them because I'm always like worried about having a big moon face on TV. <laughs> um, when you say you ate pretentiously as a child, what, oh that? My God. what do you mean? So, well, see, I don't think it... I remember there was a chef, Gizzy Erskine, hmm. uh, this really stuck in my head when she said this. She said, like, in France, you can eat well and it's not associated with your social class. So if I talk about the way I grew up eating... Or if I talk about the way I eat now, people go, you've changed, as if I've, like, 
come into money and decided to start eating like this. Uh-huh. No, I've returned to the way that I grew up eating. Yeah. Basically, my mum would bake us focaccia all the time growing up. She would mm. have Greek themed food nights she would give us uh, I remember being really embarrassed of my lunchbox a lot at school and really jealous that I wasn't eating like what the scaffy kids were eating like uh, I really wanted cheese strings or do you know those dairy lunchables yeah and my mum would always say to me like the children that eat that food their mums don't love them Uh, and I would be in a bag of Vesalus as my snack at break. You know those yeah, fruits those, that decorate the, a cake? The, yeah, that they put they put them on cheesecakes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She'd I, give us bags of them. I think they've been our secret ingredient before. Yeah, so um, a lot of de- like, interesting fruits. Yeah, I can't imagine being a kid at school <laughs> pulling a bag of Vesalus out of your bag. <laughs> well, there was one time, the area I'm from has got like quite a lot of child poverty, and I remember... My pal at school, she pulled out a bottle of cod liver oil tablets and was just eating them during oh break. And uh, she, she was like, do you want some? And I was like, yeah. And I just was like, yeah. I can't believe my mum's such a bitch, always giving me fruit to school. Yeah, she never gives me a big bag of cod liver oil tablets. <laughs> and then I told my mum later, can I have cod liver oil tablets as my snack? <laughs> Uh, and she she had to say again like those those kids have parents that are irresponsible and stuff. Yeah, she's probably I think right she with that one. Yeah. with a god liver oil yeah, tablet. Yeah, you got to be popping yeah. a whole bottle of them. And there were always these sweets when I was growing up, like uh, push pops, ring pops. Oh, yeah. Don't push me, push push pop. Yeah, yeah, uh, whistle. You know the whistles yeah. that were made yeah. out of candy. And my mum would always say, like, the children that eat them, their teeth rot in their heads. Mm. So we never, never were allowed anything like that. The push pop um, advert. Yes. Do you remember it? Don't push me, push a push pop. Yeah. Yes. Do you think any kid actually ever tried to use a push pop in a genuine bullying situation? And, and just and got they... the absolute shit. Oh, yes, now I remember. Yeah. Because the yeah. big kid pushes the little kid and the little kid goes, don't push me, push a push pop and gives him a push pop. And then he has a push pop. But yeah. obviously in real life, yeah. that's an invitation to get beaten up. Yeah, that push pop is going straight <laughs> up his ass. Yeah. I did manage to have one of the whistle ones one time oh. and that um, had a little stick coming out of it that you could yeah. play tunes on. The rapper would have a tune on the back uh, so you could play three you could follow along with it. <laughs> Just you in the in the playground with uh, your little sweet <laughs> playing a tune with the music in front of you, about throwing fissiles into your mouth now and Green again. sleeves. <laughs> <or not. laughs> and then she also, because I saw an advert for like a boarding school in the, the newspaper, mm-hmm. and I said, I, I want to go to this boarding school. And my mum said, the children that go to private school, the parents get the money for that by only eating Tesco value food. <laughs> <laughs> Now. Your mum's got a lot of insight into other people's parents. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I always believed her. She was like, you yeah. can either go to this posh school, but you'll eat terrible food, yeah. or you can eat the way we do now. <laughs> yeah, you chose Catcher and Fissilis. Yeah. Yeah, but Forever then I asked, I asked Ivo about it, uh, Ivo yeah. Graham, He's the person old Etonian. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, we always had nice food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, finally the lie was exposed. Yeah. Right, though, did you have to eat bad food? No, I well, ate good food all the time. I wouldn't say so because we've had him on this podcast before. Yeah, his food choices were awful. He he, he thinks an oh. acceptable dessert is banana and natural yogurt. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've worked a lot with him, and I was really shocked at the way he eats. He just doesn't care. Yeah. Like he doesn't. Sometimes I would rather not eat than have something rubbish or something Absolutely. that I'm not bothered mm-hmm. about. Completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, 
Whereas he just, like, I saw him having sausage rolls for breakfast when we were in Melbourne and things like that. <laughs> yeah. And I just was like, like, of all the... I love breakfast so much in Melbourne because they've mm. got the best brunch culture in the world that I'll devote most of my calories to having breakfast foods mm -hmm. and then just have, like, not very much at night. Just a bag yeah. of Fissilis. Just a Well, <laughs> Fissilis, you're not far off. Um, I pretty much... I have brunch in the morning in Melbourne and then I just eat like a little monkey at night with loads of berries. Oh, you are the monkey in this situation. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were eating a little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a very lean meat. I'll eat, eat, eat like a little monkey. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I just eat something. a little monkey in the evening. Eat a little monkey in the oh, evening. That's terrific. I thought you were pescatarian. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'd like to ask you what water you wanted. But fuck, <laughs> let's get back to this. You're eating monkeys. Well, I alternate between... Eating very well, and then on tour, I just eat um, blueberries and yogurt again and again and again. Right, it's like my go-to. <laughs> yeah, touring's difficult though, isn't it? Gives, gives you mm. energy, the blueberries. Well, they're the best food for. I think I've eaten blueberries every day for the last fifteen years or something. Yeah, I think it's my mum's influence. <laughs> yeah, because the kids who didn't eat blueberries had parents who were awful. Yeah, she once yeah. she really embarrassed me actually one time when I was at. Um, I was going out with this guy when I was 16 and his family all ate really badly. And uh, I was over at his house and we were ordering a pizza and my mum phoned the, their house phone up to ask when I was coming home for dinner. So I was like, let's put this on speakerphone and listen to this dumb bitch. <laughs> and she was like, why aren't you coming home for dinner? I've cooked asparagus. And I was like, I'm having pizza, mum. And she went, but it's your favourite vegetable. <laughs> and I went, no, it's not. Shut up. I just like took it off speakerphone straight away. Just, uh, shut up. It was my favourite because the way my mum would cook it, she would cook it just like lightly grilled. You parboil it, then grill it, and then put some parmesan and garlic over mm. the top and salt. Ooh. It that was is, my favourite vegetable. Yeah, but yeah, it was. That does sound good. Before we get into your menu, we should talk about your book that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh, strong female character. Yeah, I can't change the title now. <laughs> <laughs> my brother told me to change it. Oh, yeah? What the, did your brother want you to change it to? Uh, he didn't have any other suggestion. <laughs> yeah, that's always helpful, isn't it? So yeah. the pub, when I said to the publisher, I said, my, my brother fixes <laughs> She was like, no, you're not changing it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got a book coming out about how it's rubbish being an autistic woman, yeah. but it's also good. I think there's a lot of good things to it because there's a lot of aspects to being a girl that are really dumb, especially around eating. Like, a lot of posh, skinny women that I'm friends with, they monitor how everyone's eating, and I'm usually just yeah. continuously eating in the background, not bothered about it. Because yes. if you're autistic, you don't really care about uh, conforming to social norms yeah. or different... Mm -hmm. Different non-verbal cues. So that's a benefit. But the downside is when I get stressed, I eat the same food over and over again. <laughs> just blueberries and yoghurt? Yeah, when I went through a bagel, I've had a few bagel phases. Yeah. I just love bagels. I love the, <laughs> I love the shape. Certain type of bagel? Taste. What, what do you want on the bagel? I, 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 have, I like the sesame ones, personally. Um, I like cinnamon and raisin, mm -hmm. just with butter. Yeah. Um, but also peanut butter ones not a fan of savoury bagels right. uh, or a bagel with like a lot of fillings in oh, it I love it I love a bagel with really? a load of fillings in it yeah there's a place near us that deliver bagels now and get the smoked salmon and cream cheese one there's so much smoked salmon and cream cheese in oh, there. Yeah. I love it Yeah, yeah although yeah. they've recently started putting tomato in there which I'm very angry about yeah I wouldn't want that too wet yeah 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 but uh, yeah. I agree that smoked salmon and cream cheese if it's a bagel or a sandwich or whatever 
often people skimp on both those fillings and yeah. it annoys me. And I want like a whole salmon in there, a whole a whole Flapping wheel around. of cream cheese. Like, yeah, I want it all in. There. I want I, I want the more filling the better with a smoked salmon and cream cheese. I like an everything bagel as well. Right. I can't think bagel? of them now without thinking about that film. Yeah. Uh, have oh, you seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah, everywhere yeah. all at once. Yeah. Um, Which describes how I want my salmon and cream cheese. Yeah, it's exactly how you everything want it. Everything everywhere, all at once. <laughs> <laughs> didn't write about food much in the book. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah. no, I did. I tell a lie, I did. I didn't write about all the nice food that I ate, but I have gone through some mad phases where I will just eat one food. Like yeah. uh, one time... Uh, I was really sad after a breakup, so I only ate boiled eggs oh, uh, for ages. Just to I, make things even more sad. Yeah. Oh, it was grim. <laughs> I, it was, basically, I read that both Charles Saatchi and Rihanna had lost weight from only eating boiled eggs. Yeah, you would. <laughs> so obviously they're you would, You'd lose a lot of other stuff as well, yeah. like your dignity, uh, not smelling yeah. like a big fart all the time. <laughs> Listen, it was so bad. I started getting these, like, after maybe three months. Three months of only... I'm telling you, it was what? like a... Like boiled eggs on my oh my god, it was so sad. How many boiled eggs a day were you eating? And were you eating anything else as well? Sometimes I was eating meat at that time. I would sometimes eat chicken, but that's uh-huh. depressing as well because yeah, I hate yeah. thinking of the two egg. together. Yeah, chicken and egg. Yeah, uh, but no, not very much else. How many how many eggs were you eating a day? I think I was eating. I could do six to eight. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If I ran out of eggs, that was stressful. So, yeah. Were you only eating them in like you know proportions like that? You get a box. I would have of. two at so a it time. It had to be. I would have two eggs at a time. How many you get in a box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then coat them in salt. Yeah. Uh, and then I started to get bad pains in my side. Yeah. And uh, the good. GP was like, "Have you have you been doing Atkins or something?" Uh-huh. And I was like, "Yeah, something like that." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, uh, "Take take this medicine. Go home. Drink a lot of water." eat some toast and I was like I can't believe my prescription is toast this yeah, is amazing yeah. that's like my dream is to be yeah. prescribed toast because yeah. I the way I got into this podcast was I heard that Catherine Ryan didn't like bread mm. and I agree with Catherine Ryan on like 99% of things that's and dangerous. uh Huh? That's dangerous. <laughs> well, to have the power to not like bread, yes. I can't imagine that. Mm, yeah. I love it more than anything. I love it more than I would. I would give up alcohol before that. I would give up sugar and sweets before breads. Uh-huh. There's there's no bread I've ever had that I don't like. I've tried diet breads or bread that's just made of seeds. Like I yeah. love all bread. Like you, you you like having a meal and then immediately thinking about the next meal. So when yeah. you're in an obsessive phase, that must take all the joy out of it because you're, yeah. you're eating two eggs and then you know that the next meal is going to be two eggs. Yeah, that's more like... I think definitely being in a couple helps because I eat a lot more normal meals now. Mm-hmm. Anytime my boyfriend goes away, I just revert back to like... I, he went away recently and when he came back, there was nothing left in the fridge. I hadn't done any shopping and I'll just eat like very plain foods, just berries and yogurt again yeah. it's like i can't think what to have on my own my wife my wife's very similar so mm. when i go away like it just all goes it all goes to shit like yeah. she'll be like i had crisps on the toilet for dinner or something yeah. like just, 
I'll tell you something, crisps would be a food I'm not bothered about at all. The mm. main time I eat crisps is if I'm at a gig, because I was always at gigs. Yeah, in the audience. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're the worst. Yeah, yeah. The confidence to do that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be bothered about crisps. There's some foods I think that's just like a waste of my time, like croissants as well, unless it was a mega fancy one. I wouldn't bother Place. eating a plain one. <laughs> waste of time oh yeah i don't, I don't want a plain yeah, yeah. Uh, but no see i'm similar i, I wouldn't anyway. order a plain croissant i wouldn't yeah. you know buy any plain croissants but when you're in a situation where there is a plain croissant and you you you're like oh fine i'll have it and it's warm and you tear it apart and just so buttery and delicious well it's I gotta be plain i was gonna say it's gotta be a mega buttery one yeah because if you get one that's not mega buttery and it's on its own it's the worst when I'm it's completely dry with you like, yeah yeah, like, but, but yeah. I wouldn't eat... Say you were at a work thing and there were croissants there, like here in the UK, I wouldn't bother. If you were in France, yeah, I would eat yeah. it. Or like Melbourne, we went on a trip to this place, um, Fitzroy in Melbourne, that does insanely fancy croissants. Do you know the place I mean? Well, I've never been to Melbourne, right. but I follow a croissant place in Melbourne on Instagram. Yeah, it, so yeah, it it'll it'll be that. It's called Loon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah, absolutely there obsessed with it. I've I've been to Melbourne multiple times. <laughs> Don't didn't know where you were talking about. Ed follows a croissant place in Melbourne. <laughs> well, we better get into your menu proper. Let's uh, start with still or sparkling water. Sparkling. Yeah. <laughs> You came, you came alive when you said yeah, sparkling you I Yeah, yeah, you beat me. Um, and do you know what? Because I'm pretty obsessed with eating the perfect foods mm-hmm. um, and eating really healthily and stuff. A lot of people are very critical of that now, but I get a real buzz out of it. And I read sparkling water is bad for you in some way, just slightly bad for you. Mm-hmm. So whenever I drink it, I feel like a rebel now. <laughs> just quite sad because it is just water. <laughs> Your own body. Just uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels mad, like yeah. I'm drinking spirits or something. Do you think so your Do you think your mum would say that the kids who had sparkling water, their parents didn't care about them? So. She actually thinks I've gone too far with the food thing now, and I'm like, well, you've planted the seeds of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does I guess she can't put anything uh, down to you know, like the way an adult eats, where you eat now. She can attribute it attribute none of it to her herself as a parent you know she was always like going kids who eat this is because of their parents but as you grow up i mean if anything the way you eat now is completely because of your mum oh definitely but does she take any credit for it uh she does she was really pleased i went on grace dent's podcast and Uh talked about good food because she was she was a little bit annoyed because i also talked about when i worked in a strip club and this guy that had down syndrome would come in all the Mm. time and shout at us uh, so she was very upset about that bit yeah but then the focaccia thing made up for it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so here's a question that everyone probably had earlier in the podcast that i feel we should circle back around to before we uh move on with the menu is um sorry to ask it but how bad did your farts stink when you were uh, eating the eggs all the yes. time they weren't they weren't bad they're actually worse when i eat a lot of tofu and beans which are two of my favorite yeah. foods i okay. fart loads loads and loads because the two the second two loads and loads made me laugh <laughs> yeah. loads 
I'm James knows exactly why I'm laughing, just because I find that sort of thing really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. And you said it in a really serious way, yeah. like you're amusing on it. Yeah. yeah you, well, you, you, <laughs> it's three. I better add two more loads in there. But yeah. isn't it good for you? Yeah, probably. I got really into reading about the gut microbiome uh-huh. and eating fermented foods. But I get, I tend to get like quite obsessive about one thing at once. So I read that eating for your gut is going to help you live longer. So I made my own kombucha. I bought, like, the thingies that make kefir. Uh, uh-huh. I made my own... What's the other one? The three Ks. Cabbage. Kimchi. 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 Yeah. Kimchi. <laughs> I made it all at yeah. once. And then you're not really supposed to eat all them three things at once and uh-huh. in, like, massive quantities. And I honestly, just, like, my shits were, like, flying out of me, like, <laughs> wet. Piglets. It was wet so. Piglets. Oh my god! Because I was like, I didn't know the power that this stuff had. Yeah. I just was like, I'll be fine. But yeah, I love all the fermented stuff. So you're eating loads. You. Was it? It was just the amount that you're eating was what was causing the wet piglets. Yeah, you can't have the three k's at once. You're yeah. meant to just like sort of sprinkle them throughout your well, life. You put three k's together and stuff starts. starts yeah, to go that's bad. when yeah. that's when something starts going. <laughs> yeah. You should have known, known. This is going to turn pretty bad. Pop it up, so bread. Poplums or bread, fam, Brady? Poplums or bread? Brett, I mean, I didn't even get into poppadums until recently. I wouldn't even... They were one of my waste of time foods, along yeah. with crisps and croissants. Yeah, quite, yeah. Your waste of time food seems to be uh, quite sort of flaky. Anything Carby. that might sort like of... carbs. Yeah. Anything carby and calorific that I'm not... Gonna, I have to enjoy it to the to the max. Mm. Uh-huh. That's my rule with foods. I have. To, I want every mealtime to be amazing, yeah. basically. Apart from when you're in an egg phase. Oh, apart from the eggs and the blueberries and the yogurt, yeah. So it's either got to be amazing, or there's a reason. Functional. There's a reason you yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like with so yogurt, another great food for your gut. I got that's really good, and blueberries are going to stop me from dying of cancer apparently. So yes. I feel like I'm doing a good thing when I eat them. So, I mean, it sounds like when you're eating, you're often very, like, you can you talk about Ivo, just like, you can just sit there and eat a sausage roll. He's not thinking about any of it. Food Seems like for you're always people. thinking. You're yeah. always thinking when, you, when you're eating a meal, why am I eating it? Yeah. What's this for? Is it worth it? Mm. Is it stressful? Am I eating time? for pleasure or am I eating for function? Yeah. Yeah. Is it stressful? I get stressed when... Uh, so I like to be in charge of what food place I'm going to, mm-hmm. like in Melbourne, I know where I want to go. So I've just had a lot of my best food experiences there. Mm-hmm. That's why I keep mentioning it. Mm-hmm. So I know where I want to go a lot of the time. And I have a friend who I won't name because they're a good person. They're an expert at picking the shittest breakfast <laughs> places. And I don't ever want to waste a breakfast in yeah. my time on earth. Uh, so if I'm trying to be like cool and relaxed and stuff and mm-hmm. let another friend pick it, that's when I feel the worst. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't care about foods. Yeah. I still remember there was like one breakfast where it was crap and it still <laughs> sticks in my head. That was in Sydney. Oh, yeah. Sydney breakfast. Oh, it's man. Crap. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Does it make you lose respect for people if they pick somewhere crap? I'll resent them for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And it and it does make me lose respect for I'll sometimes describe a person as like they're the type of person who would go to a Japanese restaurant and order um what's that really mild like chicken curry that you get? Cat, like wagons. a katsu curry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah they'd yeah. they'd order a katsu curry. Yeah, yeah. I'll describe people yeah. as that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or their fav- their idea of a great dinner is a roast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll just describe that as an insult. But then no one else knows what I'm 
talking about. Well, I get you. I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, yeah, I love a roast dinner, but you were saying before the podcast when you hear people have chosen that as their dream meal. That's so li- sad, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Just the amount of flavours and like, yeah. like most most of my food choices are Chinese things mm-hmm. because I like China. They care, they don't just care about flavour; they care about texture, which is where you mm-hmm. get so many different amazing textures of tofu. Yeah. And then here, it's just like. I just love a bit of roast meat <laughs> with salt and pepper on it. And people get really defensive over it, but the uh-huh. bragging about, oh, I had a lovely Sunday roast. It's everything that's wrong with this country. <laughs> I mean, England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. England. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. so grim. Yeah. Do they not like a roast dinner in Scotland? They probably do. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got your own I'm breakfasts there. Do you have your own roasts? Because you've got your yeah, Scottish breakfasts are very clear. Yeah, I really miss um, square sausage. Mm, I've yeah. had three different types of veggie square sausage. Yeah. There's one good one, but I can't remember who makes it. it might be Faceplant or something. Mm. But yeah, I really miss square sausage rolls. I remember the first time I had it. On the Isle of Mull was where I had the first square sausage I've ever had. And it's a, it's a rat- ratatouille moment, actually. Any time I have a square sausage, I'm transported back to the, Isle of Mull. to the Isle of Mull. Yeah, Tobermory. I thought that was a Proustian thing, is it not? Is it? We call it a ratatouille thing. We call it a ratatouille. <laughs> Benito's got a Tobermory t-shirt on now. It's oh, like, that's nice. mad. That, that is, he's called the Great Benito because he's, he used to be a magician. And this is like watching a magician at the end of their yeah, show. Yeah, I didn't Were you thinking of... Tobermory, and yeah. then opening their shirt, and it's a Tobermory t-shirt. That was amazing. But also, you should say he's wearing thousands of t-shirts. He's, right he's now. layered up. He's yeah. sweating <laughs> so bad. I didn't want to talk about Scottish food very much. You don't like it because I tricked you into it. Then, I'm not you? a very Scottish person. Uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, um, I'm just not. Uh, there are some foods that I'll eat. That I miss, but yeah. I mean they're terrible for you. Like um, Scottish bread is amazing. Have you had stovies in Scotland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. It is lovely. Yeah. But um, when have but... you had that? You've never mentioned that. Stovies. Yeah. Oh, it's not been like such an amazing experience that it's come up. Yeah, it's, it's not, not ratatouille. The... But it's not, it's not the same moment. in restaurants. It's just not. Like I've, I think I've had it, and it wouldn't be a thing you would have in a restaurant. It would be a thing that your grandparents and mum would make. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I didn't. I didn't want to have any Scottishy things on the menu. You're very Fair good. enough. Because I'm just being, not. You hate Scotland. I'm just not bothered about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a lot of Scottish Londoners will go on and on about these things called Empire biscuits. They're so average. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that might be a controversial point. Yeah. Well, see, we don't know that. Yeah. Okay. But obviously, you're going to get. You, you'll find Abuse? out, I guess, when this goes out. Yeah. Of all the Scottish cakes, it wouldn't be my. It, it would never be my go-to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is an empire biscuit? Yeah. Oh god, it's so crap. It's like two, <laughs> not even shortbread biscuits. It's not even as rich as shortbread. Yeah. Yeah. Just like two plain, crumbly biscuits, about the size of my hand. Yeah. yeah. Um. So quite big, and uh, then on top there's just like icing. Hmm. Play nice, nice in, yeah. and then like a midget gem, oh. and then there's some jam in the middle. When my mum used to make them, I'd be like, "Wow, why have you made these again?" What we do have that's really nice are these things called pineapple tarts. You can get them if you're ever gigging in Scotland. You'd get them in a supermarket. It wouldn't be a fancy thing, and that's like a little pastry case filled with whipped cream and some pineapple jam, and then like 
uh, bright yellow icing on top. Yeah, great. Well, that, that's like the Marks and Spencers ones that um, Simon Rogan recommended. Yes. And I got really into them. There's only yeah. certain Marks and Spencers that sell them. There's one yeah. on uh, the Oxford Street Marks and Spencers. Yeah, you, yeah. you can get those pineapple tarts. I love them. Absolutely double thumbs up. I didn't know they were a Scottish thing. <laughs> I think they are. Yeah. Delicious. I'm not a pineapple guy. Yeah, well. Why? I just yeah, don't like, really like, I'm not that bothered about the taste of it. My wife's allergic to pineapple. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I used to get that. Yeah. And then I thought everyone's mouth hurt when they eat pineapple. <laughs> and it was only by chance I said to one of my colleagues one day, I love pineapple, but I hate like all the mad pain that you get. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have a go to hospital it's, it's every day. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Puff up and go all red. But I was getting these random food allergies out of nowhere, right? Yeah. For a bit. I think I've gone away now. There used to be a pizza place in Heather Green in Lewisham that did this pizza that was so incredible. But every time I ate it, I would find it hard to breathe and my lips would swell up. Every time you ate it? <laughs> that was the thing. Was we, we would be like, oh, shall we order an allergy pizza again? Yeah. I've never figured out what was on it. But, the, but that was how tasty it was. And then the people yeah. that, I think it was called the Gold of Naples. That was the pizza place. They moved back to Naples to make pizza, oh, so wow. they must be the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely the best. Or they just yeah. killed too many people here. Yeah, we have to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> we got to oh, go. Oh, maybe. I've <laughs> never had a pizza that it. good since. What type of bread are we talking before we move on to your starter? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Gail's potato and rosemary sourdough. Yes, it's good. He's happy. I absolutely um, love for it. For the butter, Quick's whey butter, which or any whipped butter. I like when you get whipped butter in a restaurant so i'm loving this very specific things that you want this is what i like in a menu i get excited when the guests yeah. come on oh. and have specific ideas for each, each so you quit the quicks butter mm. i think that's the one they sell at gales as well right yeah the, yeah, in the yeah little logs yeah yeah, yeah. sometimes weekend morning delivery <laughs> get delivery gales oh yeah Same. potato and rosemary sourdough Little log of butter. That is your go-to as well. Oh, yeah. That uh, one. Yeah, that one. Or they, uh, to be honest, any of the ones at Gales are really good. We got I got seeded sourdough the other day. That's it was my other choice. Well. So good. Wow. Seeded is my second choice, yeah, but yeah. potato and rosemary is just the best. The the best one. I just I get annoyed with places lying to me about their bread being sourdough when it's not. I'm mm-hmm. taking me for an idiot. Uh, I was going to say the, a worse word there, yeah, but yeah. Um, well, yeah. I was in a brunch place in Glasgow. And ordered um, eggs and toast uh-huh. would be my go-to brunch order. And she brought me over. <laughs> this happens to me all the time. They don't even toast the toast right. in yeah. so many places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does this come up for you? Mm-hmm. I, I, get, I get annoyed. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I hate complaining in restaurants, right? Mm. But then it happens just too many times to you. So I got brought this um, hot white bread slice <laughs> like that's it so so thin yeah. and i said to her sorry would it be possible to get my toast um more toasted and she sort of looked at me and went that's actually this type of sourdough just doesn't toast she went i can try i can take it back and try and i just because you think we're confident doing comedy but when someone tells you such a confident piss take of a lie yeah. that you can't toast toast <laughs> i was just like yeah yeah can you take it back because i thought i'm 36 now if i yeah. don't because normally i just cringe at sending stuff back but i thought if you don't do it now you never will <laughs> it gets brought back and lo and behold it had some color on yeah. it because there's no such thing as untoastable bread <laughs> i sh- 
Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. The sheer brass neck of oh, someone going. I can try. It's just uh, you probably don't understand science. Uh, we're not going to be able to toast this. It's just magic. It's magic bread. So. Oh my god! Unbelievable. Also, I bet they didn't even toast it as much as they could have. No. Because they oh, didn't yeah. want you to know they'd fully lied. So yeah. they were just like, there you go, that's the best we could do. But it probably wasn't the best. So how did this come about? Were a lot of people getting burnt toast and sending it back in places? Because I just Maybe. Want, Possibly. Um, they were just like, let's err on the side of caution. Yeah. Just do it this. can't be a time thing, can it? It can't be like they save a minute, so they just send it out. Maybe people don't maybe. want, maybe some people just don't want it that toasted when they put stuff on top of it. But I'd say out of 10 places I get given a bread that's um, Mm -hmm. just been in a toaster for a minute. But with with some sourdough, I do find that you need to stick it in the toaster twice. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it does come out looking like it's not been in the toaster and Mm -hmm. you need to to stick it through again. Sure, it doesn't give the appearance of toast. And how do you feel when you get given bread that isn't sourdough in a restaurant and they call it sourdough because they take you for a cunt? (laughs) (laughs) Just in case anyone wasn't sure what the phrase was earlier on that firm was avoided. I'm not sure that's happened to me, or maybe I'm just an absolute sucker. Yeah, you, yeah. Maybe I'm you have an accent well, that unlocks you're not doors. A sucker, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like, you know what you are, Ed. Don't take that guy for a for a C. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna know his, his stuff, whereas I would, probably wouldn't, you know. Given that you've chosen, uh, we you know, we know we know this before going into your courses. You chose a lot of Chinese. Mm. Food. Were you tempted for poppadoms or bread to go prawn crackers? No, I'm not, I'm not fussed about prawn crackers no. at all. Another waste of time food. Um, yeah. My mate, Alison Spittle, yeah. the comedian, we went for a Chinese there uh, and she got uh, her and my boyfriend just hoofed a load of prawn crackers and I think I had one. And I remember that Alison, I don't know, she kind of looked at me like, oh, that's surprising. <laughs> and I, d- I didn't want to say, like, this just isn't a thing that I'm not bothered about. Yeah. We, she once worked in exchange for prawn crackers uh, and this in a Chinese takeaway. She did. She told us this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. told us this. I forgot. Yeah. I know I've remembered. And yeah. she used to get beaten with a stick by an old Chinese lady. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, she told us that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny that you're friends. <laughs> <laughs> So your dream starter then, are we straight to Chinese food? Yeah, this is, I don't know if this will be allowed as a starter oh. because it's a breakfast food. It's a Jan Bing, right. uh, which is a Chinese crepe. Mm-hmm. And this is like my all-time favourite food in the whole world. Both my brothers live in Shanghai and I went to visit them uh, a few years ago and they just... They just would, like, order food for me. And I didn't have, like, a single bad food experience because we grew up together, we all liked the same things mm. and they knew what I would like. So the first morning there, one of them just went silently, like, got me this thing from a stall and handed it to me. And it's a crepe, a savoury crepe. They make it on, like, a big crepe maker, crack two eggs onto it and fry them on that. Then uh, put hoisin sauce over it spicy little pickled vegetables then they get fried wonton skins crush them up they're all like crunchy and sprinkle it over the top uh and then people get different fillings on top of that so my choice is like these spicy chewy tofu sticks uh, but other people get little sausages or a bit of bacon mm-hmm. and then they put some lettuce coriander on top and wrap it all up mm-hmm. it's unbelievable yeah 
Sounds good. Oh, it sounds so good. I, I'll, I'll tell you where I get them. I found a place to get them in London. Pleasant because, lady. Uh, oh. Pleasant lady. There's a place called Pleasant no, lady. It was just giving you the title yeah, of your next book. <laughs> I think that's a jamming place. No, t- please tell us where you get them in, in London. It's called Chinese Tapas House, and it's mm. if you were about to like go into Chinatown next to the place where they have Magic Mike on. Uh, <laughs> I can't, can't remember the name of the street. Yeah, yeah. Because you know why I was thinking of that? Because yeah. I was walking to get a jamming, and there was all the topless pictures of the Magic Mike lads, oh, and I okay. thought. I bet they are starving and just eating a terrible diet. <laughs> and it made me feel better. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pleasant Lady, Jambing Trading Stall, Old Spitalfields Market. That's oh. why I thought you were going to go with Pleasant yeah, Lady. That's another and I thought, place for you. Well, this guess. one's a little bit nearer to me. Yeah. Um, there is another one in Chinatown just round the corner, but I didn't rate it as much. It's just amazing. I've got to um, try this. Never had one before. Yeah. It sounds great. And I'd I recommend mean, it. I, I'm sure you can guess the ingredient that got me most excited when during the description the crispy wonton skins yes. I knew that from yeah. the you're, crispy you're, wonton skins is when I was like well I'm, I'm eating this yeah yeah you did light up sounds to be exciting. fair it's, what, it's like you're saying about texture like it's and uh, they've actually thought about how it feels in the mouth as opposed yeah. to it all just being wet stuff it's like a lovely hangover food or just any time food but yeah. traditionally a breakfast food well that sounds great that's a really. I mean, that's the first time we've had that on the pod. Yes, as well. I'm into it. Oh, so cool. always good. And it's made me. I, new one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go and try one because I've never. Please. It, just it, every time I walk past together. Pleasant Lady, I'm like, that sounds nice. But yeah, and I will. I really do want to stress. I didn't because one of my pals was like, "Oh, your your suggestions are dead pretentious." I picked what are my favourite foods. Yeah. So everyone can get off your back. Yeah. I just want an adventure in my mouth every time. <laughs> yeah, well, look forward to having that tweeted at you without any context <laughs> after this has gone out. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Dream main course. So I changed this last minute Uh this morning. I thought I was going to go for Mapo Tofu because mm. it's got my favourite condiment in it, uh, Laogan Ma. Oh, my God. It was on my dream menu when we did episode 100. Yeah, I had Laogan Ma, the, ch- the chilli oil, yeah. You can put it on... Well, it's not just... It's a chilli oil with, like, salty little soybeans in it Crispy as well. soybeans. Yeah. And you can get one with peanuts in as well, but that was I've dangerous when I had that had one. That I was one. just eating that like a yogurt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had that. <laughs> But this this dish has all those flavours in it, and it's malatang, right? Uh, which was another thing my brothers introduced me to, but I've since had in different places. If anyone knows a good London malatang place, please let me know because I can't seem to find one. So malatangs, where you get a very spicy soup base, you can pick how spicy you want it usually, and it's got lots of like chili oil and session peppers in it, mm. and then there's like. Uh, you go to a fridge and you pick out all the things you're going to put in your soup so you can pick like eggs, uh, quail eggs, noodles, vegetables, 
uh, tofu puffs, like all different things. And then you take it up to the counter and they weigh it and then they make your soup for you. It's oh. huge. Oh, I think, I mean, we're back to Melbourne now. I was going to say you probably Melbourne, had it. Yeah. I think Phil Wang <laughs> took us all for something. Because Phil Wang was doing his thing. I think we spoke about it on, on Phil's episode. The slurpees. Where he was, yeah, he was rating all the different noodle places. And he'd gone to somewhere that was amazing. And mm. I was like, right, let's go there. He went, oh, I kind of covered this other place, though. I was like, no, you haven't, Phil. <laughs> you haven't, because it's, it's just for your Twitter. You've no, no, that. we should go to this other place. And he took us to a place where we did that. We had to put mm. it all together. And when, while we were eating it, he went, ah, oh, this is a bad place. I was like, yeah, this is a bad one, Phil. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sorry. And then that was it. I just had a bad, but, but yours sounds oh. nice. I went for, that was the last Malatang I had was with Phil, with Phil. And he kept laughing at me and saying, you got too, too much. Um, <laughs> and saying that I put too much in my bowl. But I always That's just get... That's the kind get... of thing that you find funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gets too much. I just get excited at all the different things that you can get. So yeah. what are you putting in yours? Well... Well, how spicy is the base, first of oh, all? Well, I went for the spiciest mm. level. So you've got yeah. top-level spice. Yeah. What are you selecting from the for your actual ingredients in it? Uh, normal noodles or rice noodles are like uh, like flat rice noodles, I guess. Mm. Oh my god, my favourite uh, the Chinese savoury donuts. I forgot mm. to say the Jan Bang. They also put a Chinese donut in it. It's insane. <laughs> wow. It's okay. There's so so much in yeah. it. Is that too too much? Too too much. Yeah. Yeah. Too too much. See, I never put enough savoury donuts in it, and then I'll try and put vegetables in to sort of show off. But then I don't. I end up just. Eating everything in order of preference and leaving the veg till last. Put eggs in because I have a healthy relationship with eggs now. <laughs> those are those are my main picks that I remember. Oh, and then I always put lotus root in because mm-hmm. I can't remember if I like it or not. And then you've got to try it. Well, I, I was going to ask, and then do you I, like it when I it's in there? But I guess you can't remember. It tastes yeah. like potato, does it? It's kind of crispy. It's like crunchier than potato, right? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's some foods I'll persist with because everyone says they like them, mm. even though I don't. Like, I've tried to eat squid, even though I think squid is the most inedible, disgusting thing in the world. Uh-huh. I've tried to eat it, like, 20 times, which is mental. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. But it was because everyone else seemed to be enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you like it? I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I it. I mean, it's very easy to mess up, I guess. So it has done the yeah. right way. Yeah. yeah. I don't like squid rings. But it's unlikely that... You had it twenty times and it wasn't good. One of those times, I think you just yeah. don't like it. Sure, it's yeah, yeah, so you definitely don't oh. like it. And then patty, I wanted to bring up as well. I was like, I hate I, patty. You hate patty. You do, do you? Oh, so I, I hate patty to such an <laughs> extent like that if other people are eating it and I can smell it, it makes me want to be sick. <laughs> and the I have really vivid recollections of seeing people eat patty and seeing the mush of patty in their mouth. This mush of patty and baguette. And it's so repulsive. It's just creamed animal organs that then gets creamed up more in your mouth. Yeah, it sounds disgusting. It. It, it sounds disgusting. Be a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, no, I hate it. it now. Yeah, yeah. So I you've mean, ruined pate for me. Thanks, Fern. I mean, these people eating their patty and baguette and they just. Opening their mouth while yeah. they look at you. But when a person eats it, it makes me hate them. Yeah. 
uh, that's how much I dislike it. So no patty in my mallet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, put that on the t-shirt. One time I had an incredible mallet when I was with my brothers and they'd said they were ordering me all veggie food. Oh. And then I was like, why, why is this tofu so incredible? And they were like, oh, it's soaked in pig's blood. <laughs> Probably pig's or duck's blood. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Those brothers, they, they do it for a laugh. They think it's funny. I, I think. think they just didn't think. Yeah, yeah. But it was the most delicious tofu I've I had so of all go. time. So you oh. could probably, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you're not eating meat. You could say, oh, yo, I'm a vegetarian, but everything I eat is soaked in the blood of animals. Yeah. <laughs> compromise. I just eat tofu. Yeah, I'm sure there's a compromise. I think that's worse than eating meat, isn't it? Soaked in the blood of Everything soaked in the yeah, blood yeah. of animals. And ducks and pigs. I mean, they are, I think it's got to be a respectable that. that they use everything. Yeah, yeah. Is that, um, yeah. At least they're doing that. Is it like a is it like hot pot, but when you order everything in? Because I love Chinese hot pot. See, I don't like Chinese oh. hot pot, um, and I've I've been to a couple of different yeah, yeah. places. It is, and it isn't like hot pot. It's the it's the soup base that's just the the difference because it's so spicy and incredible, like. You, you really, what you put in your malatangs, I'm not really that arsed about it. It's the actual soup yeah. base is so tasty. And I guess with hot pot, you're basically, it's the thing that you're cooking in the stock or whatever. So it's not, you're not like yeah. drinking the stock. I love it. Heidi Lau near Leicester Square. Absolutely brilliant. Such is a good night out. That the place, so there was a place, because I always look at what restaurants you're going to on Instagram for recommendations. Mm. And then... There was a place that you went to, but then when I looked at it, it looked like it was all influencers. It, well, there. no, it looks terrible. It really looks terrible. And you go in as well and you think, oh, this is going to be really bad. But mm. it's really good. It's really good ingredients and like... But why do, Why are influencers all going there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, I've got no idea. I'd imagine that, you know, if you're an influencer, isn't one of the perks you get to go to good places for free? Yeah. Got to be, right? Well, it depends, yeah. Unless you're living a life where everything's rubbish and you're telling everyone it's great. Yeah. I mean, that's a sad <laughs> I mean, it was like a lot of pictures of girls that didn't look like they eat or like they were eating the food. So it was just a bit like, oh, what, what is it about this place? And then I didn't go because of that. It, it's it's really nice. But if you don't like hot pot, I guess it's... Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, if Ed's yeah. there, it's usually good, I'd say. What is? If Ed's there... He's an influencer. Well, Charlie recommended me that one. You're an influencer. It, I'm an influencer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you are with food. I was when you started doing this. I was like, that's an amazing idea because I want to get more food sent to me. Yeah. And mm. as it stands, I get offers of alcohol sent to me, and I don't drink that much. So, uh, well, just what foods do you want sent to you? Give it a shout bread. out. Bread. Yes. <laughs> I would do scales, an. Scales. I'd do an advert for bread. Yeah. Um, just bread in general. Honestly, like I'm like, when can I advertise bread? Well, I need to start going on about it more. What if Gales asked you to do an advert for them, but they said you have to change your name to Gail? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I wouldn't. I worked for a very annoying woman in admin called Gail, so yeah. I just it's just not a cool name. With Gales, I just don't think they would want me for their brand. No? If anyone wants to send me fermented foods, I would love that. Yeah. Your dream side. I changed this because of the first one was disrespectful to Ed. Why was it disrespectful to me? Because it's a thing called sleepy pasta, although it's not really... Yeah, um, and that's an insomniac Ed would not like. It. Yeah. It's uh, a Mirasoda recipe. Love Mirasoda recipe. Oh, my God. <gasps> I've got a story about that. 
so awful and embarrassing. Yes. So I was like the biggest Mira Soda fan. Yeah. That's quite dorky to be like a fan of a I love it. chef and yeah. the Guardian. I've got um, two of her books. I cooked almost everything in the books. Most recipes that I cook uh, are, are from her books on, yeah. a, on a weekly basis. East, have you got East, that book? Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's amazing. Her pad thai, yeah. I would rather have that over any takeaway. I did this um, travelogue with Ivo uh, and Darren Harriet, mm -hmm. where we went all around the UK, and we went to this Indian deli in Leicester. Yeah. Bobby's Deli. It's amazing, by the way. Uh -huh. And I think it came up that I loved Mira Soda. And he went, that's that's my wife's, that's, that's our niece, basically. Uh -huh. uh, I'll get her on the phone. And I said, please don't do that. Let's just get on with filming. <laughs> And I turned away. He's a very charismatic guy, the guy yeah. that runs this. He basically wanted to show that he knew every British Indian uh -huh. <laughs> in the UK, uh -huh. every famous one. So a minute later, he's holding out the phone and Mira Soda's on the phone. And I think I have a voice that frightens people or there's something uh -huh. off kilter about my voice. Uh -huh. um, I'm aware people think I'm stupid or aggressive when I talk. Uh -huh. So Mira Soda just heard like, Hello, it's me, Fern Brady. Yeah. <laughs> and I love all your recipes. And she was like, uh, hello, I just had a baby. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, no. I have to get back to the baby. Uh, and I was like, okay. And I just wanted to uh, kill myself there and then. Mm. It was I like, don't think that horrible. had anything to do with your voice, to be fair. It's no. probably because she's been called out of the blue by Bobby. By that probably Uncle happens about, about 25 times a day. Uncle yeah. Bobby calls. He's like, it's fucking Uncle Bobby again. Yeah, doesn't really know him that well. And then obviously yeah. she's just had a baby. I don't, think it's, I don't think she's going, there's an aggressive woman on the phone. Okay, think, that makes me feel better. Yeah. I think I'm... she probably thought like, oh, a relative's ringing me. I'll answer it, but I'm really, really swamped right now. Yeah. Oh, he's found someone I've never met and wants me to talk to them. I can't do this. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so so. I couldn't. I just felt so embarrassed that I'd spoken to her that I couldn't look at her recipe books for like a year <laughs> after. It was horrible. Well, anyway, she. I'm now back to cooking one of her staples, sleepy pasta. Uh, sleepy, <laughs> Is it called sleepy pasta in the book? No, it's called. Um, so you call it that. Mira sodas. This is it. Mira Soda's vegan recipe for creamy macaroni with sweet potato and got gochujang. Mm. Oh, yeah. How'd you say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah gochujang. Use it all the time. Yeah. Can't yeah. say the words. <laughs> yeah. Um, make it worlds. I've actually a producer that I worked with also. I think calls it sleepy pasta or says it makes him go to sleep. So, so you call it sleepy pasta because it makes you go to sleep. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's disrespectful to just me. Just like allergy pizza. Because I think, yeah, I think the reason it makes you go to sleep is because the sauce, it's such a delicious vegan macaroni. The sauce is made of um, sweet potatoes and cashews yeah. uh, and a lot of sauce. It's like a very delicious, creamy, cheesy sauce and then pasta. And I think you have a big blood sugar spike. Yes, I'm crash. sure I would. But you know what? I'm going to make it. Yeah. Definitely make I'm it. I'm going to make it. Well, I'll leave a clear sort of four or five hours afterwards. Yeah, if you, if, if you think this guy's avoiding blood sugar spikes, you've got another thing. <laughs> One thing I know. I'm very good at managing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good at managing See, because I was going to have a vegetable side dish. Oh, wait, no, I changed it. So, yeah, I changed it. It sounds like you were choosing a main for your side dish. Yeah. Sleepy pasta. That's why. No, because if you order from, like, Caribbean takeaways, they have uh, macaroni cheese as mm -hmm. a side. So oh. I was thinking, what oh, yeah. things do I genuinely get as sides? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you, ha you do have really amazing vegetable dishes in... 
restaurants sometimes, mm. but nothing's sticking out in my head. Yeah. Then I hit on one thing, right? Yeah. Something I've come back to over and over again. Me and Alison Spittle talk about it a lot. Uh, anyone I know who's gone to this place talks about this a lot. Yeah. It's um, Bubala's Confit Potato Latkes. Latkes. How would you say that word? Yeah, Latkes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I've not, been, I've not been there and I'm very jealous to hear. Yeah. You've not been a bubbler? No. He's heard the word coffee and lacquers in the same sentence. Oh, my God. Okay. Potato. Don't forget potato. I went to heaven. They're not traditional lacquers. They're, like, almost a bit like, you know how Hasselback potatoes are sliced really, really mm-hmm. thinly? I'm going to show you a picture because you might be better at describing them. Oh, my God. There's something that if you order them... Is it, like, layers? Are they thin layers? Very, very thin layers. So they're similar to... The ones at Quality Chop House, the comfy potatoes at Quality Chop House, and they're just the best potatoes, so I want those right now. They look absolutely incredible. So they've sliced up a potato, uh, stacked it up in a rectangular formation, and it looks the colour of bacon is how they have. They've managed to cook it so it looks like bacon, and it looks like it has some powdered sugar on top of it even. Uh, So I don't know what that is on the top. And a little splodge. Of like a dip, a white dip. I think it's aioli. Aioli with some red dusting on the top of it. Ingredients, it's called tomb. I think it's similar. Desiree potatoes, unsalted uh, oh butter, God, garlic so cloves, thyme leaves, vegetable oil. Yeah. It looks good. And I don't normally like... There's a lot of potato things I don't like because potato makes my stomach feel weird and like stretched and bad. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you're allergic I, to it, Fen. We, yeah. We've had no, this before. Yeah, you're clearly this allergic. is a pineapple situation. Yeah, you're allergic I to a lot should... Of because I found that I'd done a DNA test there where I found out I was 98% Irish. So I should like potatoes mm. more and not like bread because I mean, a lot of Irish people. I think, I think that proves that you don't really have an understanding of. Yeah, carry on. A lot of Irish people <laughs> yeah, are sure. celiacs. Because they're celiacs. More yeah. Irish people uh, than the. I think, I don't know, a lot of my Irish pals are. Yeah. So that made me think maybe it's because they're meant to eat potatoes than. What are you going to say that it's offensive to Irish people? <laughs> I'm not saying it's offensive. I'm just saying I'm pretty sure you haven't got that right because you're 98% Irish. You should like potatoes more. I don't well, they shouldn't. <laughs> they shouldn't make my tummy feel bad. Like I hate no. baked potatoes so so much. Maybe that's the two yeah. percent though. Maybe. Oh my god. What's the other? What's the other two percent? Uh, it was like all the places that the Irish had landed right. <laughs> around, <laughs> around the UK. But if if a potato is very very Fried and sliced thin mm. and all that. I, oh, that I looks so good. It. I think that's such a good side choice. Yeah, that looks fantastic. They have yeah. another side dish that I nearly picked. Do you want to shout it out? It's their halloumi with black honey. Mm, and oh I normally God. find the combination of sweet and savoury disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate sweet and savoury food more than anything. That's mine and Almost as much as patty, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so what's the worst? What's the worst for you, sweet and savoury-wise? Okay, um, so when I was growing up in Scotland, I thought I didn't like Chinese food mm. because of the type of Chinese takeaways that you have. It's like things like chicken balls and pineapple, like syrupy Yeah, like sweet and sour sauce. chicken sort of stuff. Anything sweet and sour. Sweet chilli sauce yeah. uh, is vile. There's, yeah. It's in so many things. Like yeah. if you're I'm trying, so on board with this, yeah. I, oh I my God, agree it feels you. like it's in so many things. I'm like, why do we have to have sugar pushed on us all the time? The worst for me, for like in British Chinese restaurants, is the beef, the shredded beef, which is just like basically mm-hmm. deep fried battery beef yeah. with that like syrup on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sure you love it, right? Repulsive. No, I don't love it. I, I'm a big dessert fan, but I like... Mm. 
when savoury elements or salty elements get introduced to desserts. Mm. Yeah, that's I nice. I don't like it when sweet elements get introduced to my mains, even yeah. though I'm a pudding boy. It's my favourite course. But all the things you're talking about now, I don't like. And when, when, when we chose sweet chilli sauce as our secret ingredient once, I think, you know, a lot of people were up in arms about it. Yeah. But I was so on board for it. But a lot of people are so used to having sugar in all their food yeah. and it's vital. I also hate fruit in any kind of savoury dish. I, I, I do like pineapple in a savoury dish, to be fair. I do. I my do mum like puts it, it yeah, in yeah. so much stuff. And then she's always like... What are you laughing at that? Because it's boring. It's always funny that I like the pineapple. It's always funny when dish. James goes for an angle and then someone says, and th- and also this, he goes, oh, no, I do like that. No, 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 that's great. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yesterday I had my Nando's wrap with the pineapple in it. Yeah. Just as, just as recently as yesterday. So you like pineapple in a savoury? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like pineapple on pizza. I like pineapple in my Nando's wrap. So disgusting. Yeah, I'm not, I, I hate that. No, I like it's it. It's so, uh... It just you bite into it and it just releases so much juice it just floods the rest of the food. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no. I only like the juiciest pineapple in the world, maybe. <laughs> but like, well, maybe uh, that's otherwise, it's just a nice little bit of flavour. Nice I'd... little bit of flavour. Nice bit of something different. But this honey, this honey on the halloumi, yeah, works because so I quite sometimes there's like a pizza. Honey. There's a couple of places that do pizza with hot honey on them. Like spicy chili honey, and I like okay. that. Okay, I like um, that. No, I've not heard of this. I'm I'm trying to find it to get the description, and it's also the way that they cook the halloumi. Because often, if you do it at home, I think there's something about the way you cook it. Why haven't I been to this place? Yeah, yeah. that's quite mad. Because it's What's wrong with me? Have so many like you know like normally at the end of some episodes we might both have like one or you know like like a. And it's good. We might have a dish that we're like, oh, I want to try that in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the most dishes that Ed has gone away from an Jumping, episode wanting to try. Never had that. Can't wait. Yeah. Malatang, <laughs> never had that. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to have Malatang and shout bangerang at the same time. Yeah. Um, these side dishes, both of them, can't wait. Going to go to Bubbler. Yeah, you're going to go and get both of these oh, things. God, I'm in heaven over here. Yeah, yeah. But also hell. Yeah, yeah. Your dream drink. I've already brought up uh, kefir or kombucha, and I'll seem like a dry shite if I say, say that. You've got to pick what you like. Don't worry about seeming like a dry shite. Well, no, basically, I don't like to drink very much because uh, it's poison. Um, <laughs> yep. But I love, when I drink, I will ha- try and have like the nicest red wine. And I remember one of the first wines I drank where, when I used to drink more, where I was like, oh, you can just have dead nice wine and not be hammered it was called it was one that they served at the stand in edinburgh mm. and it's called baron de bossac carignan how do you say that i don't know that carignan uh, Car- yeah, 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 yeah but they just had it on the list i think because it, it sounds like bossac uh, <laughs> but, it's a comedy venue they know what they're doing yeah yeah so that's that's really tasty um yeah. but i like a lot of red wines apart from australia i still i've Australia and South Africa didn't enjoy the wines I had. Oh really? There. They're meant to have good oh, Australian Shiraz yeah. is one of the yeah. one of the finest, I think. You can yeah. get some incredible wines, yeah. When I went this year I had a lot of Pinot Noirs that I didn't like. I tend to like Malbecs or but then Phil Wang was saying it's not about it's not always about the what is it? The great. It's not. It's something? about. It's about. Yeah, the, who's growing it or where it's growing. What? And, what country? Yeah. Well, what country and and the 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 terroir 
and mm. the way that the producer works and stuff. So, also, I, I, the age. I, I didn't think that I liked French wine for uh-huh. the longest time, and then I went to Paris this time last year, and they they just everywhere we went they had really nice natural wines, and I drank a lot more than I normally would, and I well. felt sort of all right. So <laughs> a big reason I won't drink is I just, I'll get like terrible hangovers from two drinks. I'm going out tonight. For dinner, actually, so yeah. I've been planning what wine I'm going to have for ages. Oh yeah, what what are you thinking for tonight? Well, it's a place where you have to get it by the bottle. I say Boca Boca di Lupo. Yeah. Um, and they have loads of nice Barolos, but they're like a hundred quid. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're <laughs> hefty bottle. those things as well. Yeah. And that'll be hangovers. I find Hangover Central with like Barolos and Barberas and things because they're mm. so hefty. I, I've I think I've got quite a fancy fancy little palate. Yeah. So you got a fancy little palette? Yeah, well, because my dessert is uh, similar. Uh, but also it's that yeah, thing, fancy. again, it's that thing you're saying, like, if you eat, you want it to be a nice experience sure. and, you know, mm. it has to be it has to be good. And mm. I guess it's the same with booze, right? You're not going to drink yeah. just to get pissed. Like, I would, like, never drink a shot and no. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I would drink something like yeah. that. Because, again, drinking a shot is the same as having crisps or poppadoms or croissants to me it's, it's a waste of time like yeah. i don't need to get drunk to be my true self like i'm just just be yourself yeah because a lot of people just get drunk so they can say everyone's a dick yeah. sure. <laughs> I, I, I need to get better at that uh for not calling people a dick but going i'm gonna have a drink if it's a really nice thing that i want rather mm-hmm. than so i did something last night and then afterwards i was like oh, i'm gonna have a red wine it was those red wine in cans and i had about four of them <laughs> I was like, well, this is disgusting. It's going to make me feel awful tomorrow, but I'm just doing it for the sake of... Genuinely concerned for you. Like, actually concerned for you. Yeah, so I I actually had a red wine in a can over the summer because I was doing... a gig in Brighton and then I was getting the train with John Cairns back after and something about John Cairns makes you want to drink on a train. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I just was so... In a fun way. Oh, I never, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. so happy to see him because yeah. it was the first time I'd seen him after Taskmaster, I think, that they had these cans of wine at the gig. And normally, I'm honestly, I'm like the most uptight person about drinking. It's yeah. to the point that annoys a lot of people that I know. But I was like, I'll take a couple of cans of dirty red wine for this train. And then we just had a gossip on the train and it was great. And I felt like shit the next yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. It's just the older I get as well. Pub, I can't drink most pub wine because uh, it's there's something in it that gives I you a bad hangover. Genuinely agree with you. I think it's just like cheap red wine. But then I did it the other day. I was at a pub and just like I'm going to drink red wine. And then you end up drinking large glasses of red wine. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you've had a bottle and a half of red wine, and you're drinking at the same speed that people are drinking pints. You're like, there's nothing in this wine. It's just because I fucking necked a bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awful. Yeah. Do you know my drinking's actually, this is this summer's been the most I've drank in years purely because I've been writing a book and I keep thinking that I'm a French author. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that it's, alcohol's marketed to us as this, like, sophisticated thing. And because yeah. I have, like, giant wine glasses in my house, I'm like... I'm middle class now. I'll drink a bowl of wine while yeah. writing my book. And then an hour later, you're just like, "I'll tell you another thing about this <laughs> bastard that I kicked with." And then you just have to go and rewrite it all the next day. <laughs> I'd like to read that book though. Maybe your second book is just all the outtakes from this first one. People can get the juicy yes. Yeah. I just, I've been doing the edits, and I noticed she has cut the bits where I've just slagged off comedians when I've had a wine. Because <laughs> I always remember when we had Dara on this podcast. Mm. 
he talked about wines that he describes as writing wines. That wine, he called it. No, that was the one he picked. Oh, and then he, then he had he other wanted. ones. Where he goes, You've got writing wines, obviously, Sorry. where you sit mm. down Sorry, at night yes. to write material and you sit there with a the writing wine. I'm like, I could never manage that. My favourite thing with Dark. Were you that? No, you, you'd gone home by this point in, in Montreal, or maybe you just weren't there. Oh, yeah, you had a room party. Yeah, we had a little home. room party at the end. We, we were watching the, the football, and Dara joined us, and he'd been to Dairy Queen and got uh, one of those pint-sized uh, blizzards from Dairy Queen. And, and when, we, when he came in, we all talked. We said, oh, Dara, did they do the thing where they make the blizzard and then they turn it upside down and then they give it to you to prove that, you know, how frozen it is? And he went, yeah, it's so disconcerting when they do it because they look you in the eye and then they go... And then he just acted it out and he tipped it upside down and the, all, a pint of ice cream just went on Nish's hotel room carpet. <laughs> because he just... And we're like, are you like science? Did you not think it would have melted on the way up here in the lift? And he, he was just like, he couldn't handle it. Yeah. Obviously, we're all laughing a lot. Sophie Duker was in the room and immediately um, she was in charge of the tunes on the uh, I, I, iPhone and immediately changed it to What's Your Flavour? <laughs> as soon as it happened. Uh, it, was, it was the best thing. Just seeing t- But he, he stared right at me when he did it, and I just had to watch the pint just go, and just out in slow motion. Oh. He tried to catch it with his hand. Within an hour, people who weren't in that room were going up to him and miming, miming him doing yeah. it to him. Everyone was doing it. Yeah. Everyone, oh, everyone, I'm sorry, the, I what, what, it. Word had got out that Dara has gone mad. Yeah. We should get on to your dessert then. Well, this was my suggestion. Cardamom boule. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing, Ben? Cardamom boule. Cardamom buns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that a good um, sort of general Scandinavian? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where in the world it was from. I said it more Italian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was Italian. Yeah. So tasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) And I can make them, but they take a long time and it's very hard. I I was having a look at the photos, so I knew which bunch we're talking about. They're better than cinnamon buns, I would say. I've been to Scandinavia. I just got back. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous. And they were these buns, which I'd never really seen much Mm. before. But they're in every single, just everywhere. Just everywhere. Like, you, just in, in a, in a yeah. news agent's, in a, in a coffee shop, obviously. Every hotel, like just everywhere I mm. looked, they were selling these buns. Did you have one? I never had one. Oh. Uh, my tour manager was having them and enjoying them. I, 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 I ate good, but I, didn't, I wasn't really, I didn't, I don't think they looked like anything that great. Visually. Sorry, it's, it just seems like if you were in Scandinavia, that would be like the number one mm. thing to have. I was eating princess cake. What? I've never heard of that, and I've been to all those countries. Oh, and some of them multiple times. Uh, if you go to Stockholm, you got to get the princess cake. It's just cream and sponge uh, covered in a big layer of green marzipan. Oh, my uh, God. Some jam in that there. sounds absolutely disgusting. Mm, is it disgusting at nine in the morning? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, nine in the morning is actually the time to have a cinnamon bun or a cardamom bun. Yeah, You can yeah. get them. They do have them in London, but it annoys me very much, like... They cost here. They, mm. they do them in Gales. Or they do them in that place, Fabrique. But they're like mm-hmm. three or four quid. Uh, whereas, like you said, they're everywhere. I, I go to Denmark. I try and go to Denmark every year because I just love it so much. So, yeah, I love them. And it's a kind of bread. So is it, is it your partner has more he said, cardamom you, you, than yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. He went, you don't like them. And I was like, 
no, I just don't eat all of them when because yeah. whenever yeah. I make them, he eats them all, and I have to freeze some of the dough just so that it doesn't all get eaten. Uh-huh. But I can make I I can braid them and uh, make them look proper. Oh, nice! Is that when they call you Fern Brady? Yes, that was so quick. Oh, oh my you. God. Do you know Evelyn? For a living. <laughs> I wish I was that quick. You know Evelyn Mock? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She she had one of my uh, cardamom bullet. <laughs> she said. Change your knowledge. Say it every time. She yeah. said they were tasty. Oh, and uh, that they, they she, yeah, she was impressed as a Swedish person. That's good. I once made Evelyn Mock a completely dairy-free meal at my house when I first moved to London because she said that Dairy gave her the shits and then she just opened a pack of chocolate buttons at the end of the meal. <laughs> it's just... She went, yeah, I'll just shit myself. <laughs> Is that not... All that work you'd done. I'd made a chocolate mousse out of like avocado Whoa. and sourced some vegan wow. chocolate and stuff. I think if someone came over to my house for dinner and I'd made them a dinner <laughs> and then I watched them deliberately eat something that they knew was going to make them do a horrible shit in my house... <laughs> I'd be living. You'd be like, it's time to go home. Like, what's what's the normal sort of countdown? What countdown are we on now that you've eaten yeah. those chocolate buttons? When is splashdown time? Because you've got to go right now. She <laughs> has a problem with dairy, but then, I mean, she was eating a load of halloumi for ages, sure. I remember, so she just doesn't oh, mind. Yeah. Evelyn's done routines on stage about just how, you know, she'll know something's bad for you. She, like, almost deliberately gave herself gout once and didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. The other thing I was going to pick, though, was I got really into fancy chocolate. So I got given a chocolate subscription box as a Christmas present, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, three months where this company sends you, I think it's, like, four or five bars of fancy chocolate. You know, like, that Pump Street chocolate? uh, And it's, like, five or six quid a bar. And then uh, you're meant to just, like, delicately taste each one, and it has a thing with all the tasting notes, and it is dead nice every single time I got it just we just hoofed it (laughs) two days Uh, and it's powerful see when you have like what you don't realise is like fancy chocolate it is like having a load of coffees like Mm -hmm. um, because something in it gives you a buzz so it's not just like if you ate a big dairy milk I was (laughs) off my tits (laughs) on it so I, I couldn't decide whether to pick that what some fancy dark chocolate? Yeah, because but now I've started. To, it doesn't even need to be dark. I mean, now, to be honest, I think it's fine to like have a cardamom abula yeah. and then afterwards have a little bit of a little bit of chocolate. Oh my god! These, I'll let you have yeah. that for your dream meal. Thank you, because once you start eating it, you can't go back. Yeah. It's like once you get into yeah. good coffee, you can't turn back. <laughs> As the saying goes, I don't mind a shit coffee though. I like nice coffee, oh. but I. Shit coffee's functional. Just a big no. bucket of shit coffee. No. No? I would have tea rather than have bad coffee. Do you worry um, something? Because I, I, I get the impression that for you, if you have, like, the best of something or the new, you know, you're, you're the best you've had of something, yeah. you can't go backwards yeah. in any category. Uh, so do you worry sometimes when you have something and go, that's the best I've had, but now it's kind of ruined that entire food for me, all that, because I can't now have a bad version of this? Uh, it's something I think about a lot, um, because I worry about going... Like, I would never cope in prison because I've got to a point with coffee where I'll spend... um, There's this coffee shop in Edinburgh called Fortitude that I honestly think is, like, the best coffee shop in the UK. (laughs) And they do an incredible strawberry-flavoured fancy coffee. It's about 18 quid for a bag that'll give you three cups Uh of coffee. 
I can't I can't go to prison and have Nescafe, which is what I imagine they have that, in prison. I love that that is the reason you yeah. think you wouldn't cope in prison. Everything else, you Everything else is fine. <laughs> well, the social stuff and the... I could do the lesson off. And all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, the food, I would, yeah. Oh, my God. I'd have to get people to smuggle in coffee and single origin yeah. chocolate in their fannies. <laughs> I love the prison. Having to, fans got another visit today. We're going to have to do a cavity search because there's probably going to be some Ethiopian beans in there. <laughs> I like a whole bar of chocolate. Yeah. Let me just menu back to you now. See how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Water, sparkling water, poplums or bread, Gales potato and rosemary sourdough mm-hmm. with quicks butter, whipped starter, tofu jiangbing. Yes, I'm saying that right. Main course, malatang, top level spice, rice noodles. Chinese savoury donuts, veg, eggs, lotus root. Can't remember if you like it or not. Side dish, confit potato latkes from Babula. Bubula. Bubula. Drink, (laughs) Baron de Balsac, (laughs) Cabignan, red wine from the stand. Dessert, (laughs) Codamama Bula. And then afterwards, some fancy chocolate. Yeah. Single origin. Yes. That's great. That's really good. Got, I'm going mean, to try it all. That might be one of Ed's, uh, you know... Yeah, I, I wasn't going to say at the time, of... the cardamomabula is not up my street. I'm going to say, like, oh. bread... Like, I don't really like cinnamon buns. I don't like bun-based things. Sweet mm. breads is not my is not my deal, really. But everything else, I can't wait to go to Bubbler. Yeah. yeah. And the jambing, I'm going to go and get a jambing. Oh, yeah. cool. I think wait. you'll really like Bubbler. Yeah. Uh, it's all veggie as well. Nice. Um, but not in a in a way that uh, your meeting friends wouldn't wouldn't even think of complaining. They wouldn't even think of complaining. <laughs> well, now you told me that, I'm not going to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fern, this has been a pleasure. Yes. Um, any other comedians you want to shout out for doing a shit? Seriously thinking about it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, well, I'll say no then. I've you already sure? done two. Well, you would have to give me a prompt. Yeah, I just name. I, I will name comedians, and when you, when you know they've done a really bad shit, you can just stop us. <laughs> I suppose it would be like if someone, if you shared a green room with someone and they did smelly, smelly shits. Uh, I shared a Taskmaster house with John and Dara, and you all shared a toilet. Yeah, and um, they didn't. They didn't. They were that's, both clean. And you that's would, a nice yeah. note to you, end on. You wouldn't isn't expect it? that. You wouldn't expect that from either of them. From Dara and John, I'd expect them both to be pretty industrial bad shits. (laughs) (laughs) Fern, thank you very much for coming to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you. Thank you, Fern. Fern Brady there. What an ep. My my joke about that's why they call you Brady. Probably my... um, A real highlight, actually. Really, really pleased with that. Yeah. It's been a while since I've made a a good joke. A good zinger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, your normal stock in trade is just weird shit, right? Weird shit. doesn't make sense in acquired yeah. taste. Finally, I got something that would work on paper. When you were doing your speech at the Montreal Comedy Festival to collect your Rising Star Award, myself and Benito, very proud of you. Yeah, thank you, guys. We sat in front of a load of American and Canadian comedians who obviously didn't know who you were. Yes. You were making your speech, which was in your usual style. Yes. And the comedians behind us were really laughing, but then one of them just kept going... He's so weird. <laughs> so weird. And they weren't wrong. Yeah, you were pretty weird, man. It was a weird speech, and I regret none of it. I said that I was a rising star, and that uh, Ed 
and Nish Kumar were also stars and that together we were Orion's belt, <laughs> holding up the trousers of the industry and burning forever in heaven. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> Neither should you. And uh, you know, who else shouldn't regret anything? It's Fern Brady. That was a delicious menu. Sure, she's very happy with it. She made you green with envy. Oh my goodness! I'm going to I'm going to Bubala. Yeah, you're gonna go there. You're gonna get those potatoes, yeah. which looked astoundingly good. And the halloumi. Don't mind telling you. Yeah, yeah. E- e- even the honourable munchins. You're gonna be going out and rounding oh, up and eating. Oh my god! And also, Fern didn't say the secret ingredient. She didn't say. And what I would really love as a side dish is a little polythene bag full of chopped up onion that you get free with an Indian takeaway. Yeah, madness that she didn't say that. I really thought we had a... Yeah. Um, do go and get Fern's book, Strong Female Character. Yes. It's out on the 14th of February. Buy it for a loved one. Oh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> Why not have a little kissy over Fern Brady's bookie? Oh, yeah, that's a good slogan. They told us to say that, by the way. It's yeah. not... It's- <laughs> Ed's not lift that. That's written down. No, I here. would never riff something as poor as that. It's written down on the on the brief. Says yeah. why not have a kissy over Fern Brady's bookie. <laughs> That's what we had to say. Yeah. So I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. All, all the PR people out there. Listen, Ed, I've uh, really enjoyed spending today with you. Yes. It's been fun. Been fun, hasn't it? I don't think I've got anything to plug. No, no, I've got nothing to plug really. Oh. Bye then. But it looked like he was gonna say something, Bye. so we, we both stopped. Yeah. But he wasn't gonna say anything. He just his face looked like Yeah. He was going to say Benito is done with us today. He's Benito. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, what's happened to you? Yeah, yeah, that's another... It's another... Another great joke. That's as good as... as that's why they call you Fern Brady. The great Donito. The great Donito. What a shame we only record these once every six months. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget me, listener. Bye! I love the same... I'm Sarah Pascoe. And I'm Carrie Adloyd. You might remember us from the peak of our careers, appearing on the excellent Off Menu podcast. It's the greatest we've ever felt, and we know we'll never achieve that again. But if you remember those episodes and enjoyed what we did, you might be a fan of our book choices and our new comedy podcast, Sarah and Carrie Ed's Weirdos Book Club. Imagine us not talking about food, but talking about books. But with the comedians you know from Off Menu, like Nish Kumar, John Kern, Sophie Duker, and more. We're not copying them, we're doing our own thing. It's totally different. It's about books. It's about books. There's no genies involved. It's a space for the lonely outsider to feel accepted and appreciated. <laughs> Just like James A. Custer's bedroom. Ew. <laughs> a place for the person who'd love to be in a real book club, but doesn't like wine or nibbles. You can read along, share your opinions, or just skulk around in your raincoat like the weirdo you are. Thank, Thank you for, for reading, reading with us. We like reading with <laughs> Got you. The ending one as well. <laughs>